Thank you for listening to the Plain State Podcast, a production of the Department of English at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. In this episode, two PhD graduates, Susan Martins and Marianne Kunkel, continue their discussion about their time at UNL and their experience as faculty at Missouri Western State University. Hello, I am Marianne Kunkel. I am an assistant professor of creative writing and publishing at Missouri Western State University and a UNL alum. And I'm really excited to be here with my good friend and um, scholarly hero, Susan Martins. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, thank you. I am Susan Martins. I'm an associate professor of English at Missouri Western State University, and I'm also the director of the Prairie Lands Writing Project. So I called you my scholarly hero. Yeah. I think you, more than anyone I can think of, um, blend your passions in real life with your uh, scholarship and your teaching. It seems like you have a very fluid way of um, blending your love of place and your love of teaching and your love of um, research all with the work that you do. Do you want to talk a little bit about all the things you do at Missouri Western? Uh, sure. Uh, well, I teach courses for English education majors. I teach first year composition and I teach graduate courses. Um, I also, as the director of the Prairie Lands Writing Project, I kind of oversee our programs. So one of those programs is a writing retreat for teachers. And Marianne is annually our guest editor. And it's so wonderful to have her there. She's been so inspirational to area teachers. So that's one thing I do. Um, I, you know, have the pleasure of sort of shepherding programs that started before I even came to Missouri Western, like our high school writing day, uh, which brings over 200 area high school students to the area with their teachers and our Department of English and Modern Languages hosts workshops for them. And they just have a wonderful day of writing. It's like band day or, um, like journalism day, but it's just writing and it's, it's terrific. And Marianne has been a presenter of workshop, work, workshops and been really popular for us. So yeah, I wear lots of hats and I am fortunate that I get to work with area teachers. And that's really important to Missouri Western, our outreach and uh, the way that we place our pre-service teachers in schools too, so I can help smooth the way and, and sustain those relationships. So yeah, that's all part of that work. And one thing I know that you're really passionate about that you've written about and that you've lived and traveled for are your writing marathons. Can you talk a little bit about that and your scholarship and just um, the way that it's progressed over the years? I know you've also incorporated some of your love for place in your composition classes that you teach. Yeah, sure. I love that you call it sort of this fluid way I'm weaving my scholarship and my passion for writing and my teaching. But really, it's just uh, my way of um, sort of leveraging the positions I have to do the things that I love to do. <laughs> and I know that they're good for other people, too. So it works out usually. But I feel, um, you know, again, so grateful for that opportunity. But a writing marathon is a, a writing activity that involves writers of any age uh, writing in locations in small groups and sharing their writing uh, with no comments, uh, and they just move around the area. So you can do it with elementary students, high school students, college students, writers. Uh, writing marathons are used at literary festivals and 
in community groups. I did a presentation for the Writers Guild of St. Joseph once, and so it can really work for anybody. And so I use them in my first year composition courses as a way to help students get to know the campus. Our campus has a high sort of commuter and non-traditional student populations, and so they don't always feel like they belong on the campus. And getting out and writing in different locations and exploring the campus is a way for them to yeah, feel like they belong because once you write in a place, you have a kinship with it, I think, and a, a new relationship with it. And so this year, I actually had my composition students write recommendations for writing spots on our campus so that when some visiting high school students came, uh, they were able to read the recommendations from college students and then go find those little nooks and crannies on that campus to go and write. And that was that was really fun. Wow. And How they, did you think of that? Um, I don't know. I, I've been working with this new application. It's a digital mapping tool called uh, StoryMap.js. And so I've been trying to develop an interactive map for our campus using recommendations from students. And also um, the Prairie Lands Writing Project has our summer institute each summer. And so we want teachers who come to our campus for graduate courses to be able to kind of navigate our campus. Our campus is fairly small compared to UNL, but people who aren't familiar with it need some help. And I'm also building a map of St. Joseph. So we have teachers coming in the summer to do the Summer Institute and they go and write in our little cafes and our museums and our little bookshops and parks. And then they write up recommendations. And so this map allows them to uh, allows other people to see locations. It's great for the area businesses. It's great for our community. So, you know, I think these writing marathons are a win-win for everybody. And I love them. I always find inspiring things to write about. So I'm just so grateful. And I learned about writing marathons when I was in the Nebraska Writing Project at UNL um, under the direction of Robert Brooke. And these are activities that are done across the country. And so it's cool because once you go on a writing marathon, um, then you, if you meet other people who've been on them, you kind of have this common experience and it's very cool. Yeah. Can you talk more about your time at UNL, what you remember? Does that feel far away, like a different person or does that feel, mm -hmm. are, are all the time in your work now, are you thinking about your experiences there? I mean, it does feel like a long time ago, but also very present with me. I was fortunate to train with some fantastic professors and, of course, Robert Brooke, uh, but also in the education department. I was able to work with faculty there and kind of be an intern in teacher um, education classes and learn how to teach teachers, which it turns out is really difficult to do. <laughs> um, and I feel like I just I had fantastic mentors. I still use a lot of the activities, uh, some of the materials, uh, and I feel like I've, I embody some of their wisdom, if I can put it that way. So I also was fortunate to work on a campus-wide assessment program, which, you know, I remember someone telling me assessment is like the Hotel California. You know, you, you can always enter, but then you can never leave. Once you learn how to do assessment, everyone wants your expertise. Mm -hmm. And so it's uh, I've been able to help a little bit on our campus with that. 
Um, but yeah, so such fantastic training. What a wonderful community of graduate students. My time as associate composition coordinator, I can't um, express enough gratitude for that training. Um, just as a teacher of writing and a teacher of teachers, that was fantastic for me. So, so fond, such fond memories. I, yeah, couldn't have asked for a better time. And how does that feel um, to have teachers that you have trained here at Missouri Western? I know you keep up with them through the years and there have been some that have come back and been involved in High School Writing Day and other, I'm thinking of Terrence Sanders and others, but oh, yeah. people you've interacted with or taught, I imagine that relationship is, um, I imagine you have more people kind of staying in touch with you than the typical professor. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but I do feel um, it's great to be able to sort of use my position to put people in touch with, you know, other networks, professional networks or techniques like the writing marathon. And yeah, uh, to have students in my methods courses then go on to be teachers themselves and then they bring their students and then maybe they become graduate students and we can recreate sort of a national writing project kind of ethic in the class where it's teachers teaching teachers and we all know in order to be good writers we have to be writers ourselves and so um i feel like i can help people yeah connect to those core values and to those networks in a really effective way it's very rewarding i mean i say teaching teachers is very difficult and it is but it's incredibly rewarding because you know the the exponential effect of whatever you can help them learn how to do better then they pass on to their students and you know eventually maybe they can pass it on so it's a great position to be in it really is yeah what about your own scholarship at this point what's making you curious well, I I have I have all these surveys that I conducted about a year ago that I need to uh, analyze and write about. And, and it was a survey of people who facilitated writing marathons across the country. And so I'm hoping to get that written up and published soon. But I'm also interested in, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of branched off into some place-based analyses of like last summer, I was studying the Renaissance Festival here in Kansas City, and I had a great time interviewing people about um, their interactions with the, the place of the festival. Uh, I, I've done a lot of research into the city of New Orleans, which is where writing marathons uh, as their practice in the National Writing Project first emerged, and sort of the depictions of New Orleans. And I use that in my composition courses, too. So um, I think my scholarship is almost always about my teaching. So, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to continue that. Do you find, I think something similar about our positions and that I admire, you've been at this longer than me at this at this university. Yeah, not by much. Um, <laughs> is kind of the programmatic aspect of your position. So everything that you do in the classroom plus the Prairie Lands Writing Project load. Um, I mean, did you set out to do to um, go after a position that was involved so much multitasking? And do you find that challenging? Do you find that stimulating? Because I know you're also applying for grants and managing programs. And yeah, it is more challenging than I anticipated. Um, and I feel like the teaching is almost like a refuge within that work. 
Uh, the, you know, I always tell people, I know everybody in accounting. I know everybody in admissions. I know everybody in the registrar's office. I have to work with them all the time. And uh, I feel like I've learned a lot of behind the scenes knowledge. I know one of my mentors at UNL used to talk about institutional literacy and I appreciate that deeply and I try to cultivate it all the time. But it is very challenging because I think many faculty members don't know very much about sort of the staff side and how things work. And likewise, you know, the staff members I work with, you know, people in accounting, for example, like they forget that I'm a professor and I teach too. And so it's good for them to see, you know, a faculty person who understands their world. So I, I sometimes feel like a, a diplomat, um, an ambassador, something. <laughs> Should put that on your business card. <laughs> I should. I absolutely should. But it's rewarding too. You know, I feel like I, I know how to get things done sometimes. Not all the time, but I, I'm beginning to understand. You know, the behind the scenes workings, and that's, it's very helpful. And I love about you, there's this mysterious past, even before we met at UNL, where you were a high school teacher. Yes. Can you take us back to to that time? Does that seem like it? different life or yeah. I'm sure you're channeling that all the time as you're teaching teachers. Well, you know, I, I rely deeply on my street cred in that way. I mean, teaching, I was a high school English teacher for 12 years at a fairly rural school. And uh, that was an important experience. I was in that position for longer than I thought I would be, but I learned so much about, you know, how difficult high school English teachers how, how difficult that job is and how complicated and uh, people don't realize until they're in it. And so when I talk to the pre-service teachers, um, it's always a fine line between trying to help them understand how difficult the profession is that they're entering, but yet how rewarding because, you know, we're facing a teacher shortage, so we don't want to scare anyone. Uh, but it, I also don't want to, you know, sell them short on the realities of what they're getting into. So yeah, no, I, my path was, you know, I was a high school English teacher. I took the summer institute with the Nebraska Writing Project. I met fantastic graduate students and faculty members in the English department who said, have you ever considered a PhD program? We think you might enjoy that. Uh, and then a couple years later, I did. And it was, you know, it really helped place me where I am now. And I feel like where I can do a great deal of good in the world. So, wow. so it was through the encouragement of others who saw PhD potential in you. Yeah. That you went on. Yeah. What about favorite spot on UNL's campus? Oh, favorite spot. I mean, what is the sculpture right outside Andrews Hall? Is it called Greenpoint? The, little curved thing that you look through and you can see the tower beyond yes. is it i think uh i love that so much i love every time i'm there i photograph myself sort of and then send it to my old friends you know from grad school yeah that's, course, a, that's a good question writing, with your writing marathons that makes sense that you would be paying attention to place and i walked by that but i didn't ever know the name of it so yeah i think it's named after a neighborhood in brooklyn greenpoint uh someone we can look that up i guess um, anything else you want to share about mm -hmm. the, the professor life or how is, how is the tenure experience? Uh, tenure experience is, it's great to have it. It's, you know, it's a difficult, 
Um, it feels like such a medieval process. When I went through it, we were still doing binders. So I don't know, I might be one of the last in the gener oh, generation of faculty still putting together tenure binders, but it's grueling. It's, it's good to be on the other side now. Um, and I don't know, feel a little more free to start working on other projects. I think it's very time consuming. So yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Such an achievement. It feels very good. Yeah. So speaking of teaching, um, thinking about the the life of the teacher now, I know there have been lots of changes. What do you see as kind of the current challenges and opportunities of a, a teacher? Yes, uh, it is a difficult time to be a teacher. There's no doubt about it. Um, just in our community, we've seen class sizes increase, uh, alternative uh, schooling programs cut. It's just, it's very difficult. And I worry more and more about, you know, the new teachers that we're certifying and, you know, I want them to succeed. And it's thrilling to be in contact with them and to hear them succeeding even through the struggles. I mean, the first year of teaching and mine too, you know, back in the day, it is difficult. It's hard to convey to people what it's like to be in front of 25 adolescents seven times a day. Like it's just impossible. And that's just the teaching part, you know, that's not the lesson planning, the paper grading, all of that. But it, it, it remains an incredibly rewarding profession and students Gener generally want to learn, they want to do well, they have lots of hindrances, but teachers who are well-trained and committed can make such a difference in their lives. Honestly, it's, um, and like high school writing day is our, our best day to see the glimpse into the lives of those teachers and students. And I, I will never forget, I think it was the first high school writing day I went to, and the students come and they go to sessions and they write throughout the day. And then at the end, there's this open mic and the students line up to read their work from the day. And the line starts out pretty long and it just keeps growing and growing over the course of the two hours. And eventually, you know, we have to just cut them off and shut and send them home and apologize. But there was one moment during that first open mic where I saw a young writer get up on the mic and she started reading and it was fairly personal and she got choked up and she stopped and it was just silent. And there's 200 high school students in this auditorium and they just waited for her and she couldn't speak. And then all of a sudden in the crowd, these high school students started calling out supportive comments. So one said, don't worry. And then another would say, you got this. And then finally somebody said, I like your skirt. <laughs> and then everybody laughed and started clapping. And then she could continue. And I tell you, it was magic. And great teachers who are committed and who know about professional networks and opportunities like that, you know, just that experience that day, I mean, it was great for that student. It was great for all of the students who witnessed it and were part of it and created that community of writers together. And that's what teachers can do. So, you know, providing teachers with a path to be that teacher to let those students come to those events. That's what I'm so glad to be able to do. That's beautiful. 
Thank you so much. I love talking with you and I look forward to our next conversation. Me too. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Marianne Kunkel and Susan Martins. Plain State is produced by Robert Lipscomb. Post-production by Stephen Ramsey. Music by Shadows on a River. My name is Lauren Yapel. On behalf of the Department of English at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, thank you for listening to the Plain State Podcast. Tagline forthcoming. <laughs>